Spend your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. It's Ken LaVica Live. Here's Ken LaVica and Chris Coquel. One sports owner in New York is sick of taunting on the NFL gridiron, and the other is trolling his baseball team in the middle of the season. The role of an owner, it's fascinating, and I think there's a discussion uh, worth having about it. Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel, Joe Rigotti running things uh, here with Coquel still in uh, COVID quarantine in his quarantine garage in Port St. Lucie. And uh, don't forget to check out our podcast, Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel podcast. Uh, wherever you get your podcast, it is free. Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. And what you want to do is just subscribe to it. Get it right to your tablet, get it right to your phone, get it right to your device every single day. We'll have it gift-wrapped for you, because that's what we do. We're here for you. Ken Levick Alive featuring Coquel Podcast, the free podcast wherever you get your podcast. Let's um, start here with uh, John Mara, the owner of the New York Giants. Uh, the NFL is putting a vast emphasis on penalizing taunting this year. And we knew this was coming a number of days ago. John Mara, who's on the competition committee, he spoke about it yesterday. Uh, here is old man John Mara sounding old yesterday in front of reporters. The uh, taunting emphasis, what were the conversations about that among you guys? Yeah, I mean, that's something we discuss every year in the competition committee. We, we get kind of sick and tired of the, of the taunting that does go on from time to time on the field. We've tried to balance um, the sportsmanship with allowing the players to have fun and there's always a fine line there but none of us like to see that and uh, it's just a question of whether you can have rules that can be enforced without taking the fun out of the game too but nobody wants to see uh, a player taunting another player i know i certainly don't and i think the rest of the members of the competition committee feel the same way too nobody wants to see another player taunt another player but but he, he don't speak for me john merrick because i uh. i like to see players taunt other players. There's a separate discussion to be had off of that. Hold on, Coquel, because we are going to get to that. But that is John Mira, New York Giants owner, out in front of media, front and center, uh, saying that we're just sick and tired of players taunting players in the NFL. Then there is new Mets owner, Stephen Cohen. And he tweeted the following in the midst of his team, Coquel, uh, in uh, a, a pretty close to collapse mode right now. Uh, they didn't do much at the trade deadline. They did get Javier Baez, but they didn't really address any other needs. They have fallen to third in the NL East, and Steve Cohen tweeted the following. Again, this is the owner of the New York Mets. It's hard to understand how professional hitters can be this unproductive. The best teams have a more disciplined approach. The slugging and OPS numbers don't lie. That is Stephen Cohen trolling his own baseball team on Twitter as they start to melt down in the second half of the season. That's bold. That's, I like that. That is really bold. And so Coquel says that he likes that. And honestly, I'm, I, I kind of like it too. I like the owner that acts like the fan, but I also am conflicted because it does not seem like that would help the situation in any way, shape, or form. Oh, terribly unproductive, but so much fun for me and you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, he basically said, hey, hitting coach, you stink. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he also, he's basically saying, hey, front office, you're not doing your job. Like, if I'm in the front office 
And I am seeing that tweet from Stephen Cohen. Based on what I put together this season, I know that they've been working off an interim GM, and uh, they had a lot of controversy yeah, lot of with their yeah. They had a lot of issues with the initial GM hire. Um, but I see that, and I'm like, am I in? trouble now like am I not being asked back next year and I see uh, I'm a player and I see that and I'm actually annoyed like I'm working my ass off to try and turn this thing around and uh, I've got the owner talking about my slugging and OPS numbers not being good enough like again that's a fan speaking that dude he he signs the checks he provides the money he owns the team okay but I I, I don't think that's productive. I don't think that helps the situation. No one's going to read that on the Mets in the Mets clubhouse and say, ah, here we go. That sparked us to success. So I don't know where the balance is there with team ownership. John Mara, that was annoying to me yesterday. If I'm a Giants fan, uh, we're sick and tired of no, the taunting. No, Giants fans love that. Uh, Giants fans are the oldest, crustiest, whitest group of fans <laughs> in the world. You know what I'm sick and tired of is hearing how great Daniel Jones is going to be. Maybe the Giants should focus on that and not necessarily who or who isn't being taunted on the field. That's why he's saying it, because he knows Daniel Jones is going to get taunted all year long <laughs> after throwing interceptions. You suck! <laughs> um, but but I, I, I think that there's a discussion worth having, because should an owner stay behind the scenes or be loud and visible? Should an owner stay behind the scenes or be loud and visible? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Because Coquel down here with the professional football franchise, Palm Beach's Stephen Ross, he largely stays out of the way. He made the massive mistake that one time of flirting with Jim Harbaugh, and we had to have that uncomfortable press conference in the Dolphins facility in Davie where they apologized to Tony Sperano, and Stephen Ross had to explain himself. And after that, he's just said, hey, I will sign the checks. I will put together social initiatives. I'll look out for my players, but I'll let the football people do the football stuff. Stephen Ross largely stays out of the way. Mickey Arison, he largely stays out of the way. But then there's Jerry Jones, who's doing weekly radio segments in Dallas. Uh, he is making in-season assessments. He's talking draft strategy. I, I just, I, again, I appreciate that because you want transparency. But if it is not for the greater good, I don't know if it's actually beneficial in any way, shape, or form. Should an owner stay behind the scenes or be loud and visible? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Here's the thing. I think it depends on how the owner approached the job, right? When they got the job. You yeah. knew what Mark Cuban is. That's why other leagues won't let him buy teams. He wants to be out in front. Steve Cohen bought this team saying, I'm a fan and I want this toy and I want to see it to be good. So this is who he's going to be. Well, it's interesting you bring up Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban never comes out and criticizes his team publicly, right? Like, he'll he'll go crazy if he feels his team's been wronged. He'll talk about officiating. Uh, He'll he'll be up front like that, but he never criticizes his team in public. Like, Jerry Jones will do that. Steve Cohen definitely (laughs) will do that. Uh, I just, I don't know where the balance is and what the uh, correct approach is, and I'm going to be wishy-washy on this because I like that as a fan, but... I don't think it helps the team at all. Not I can't remember the last time 
an owner outside of Major League with the Cleveland Indians, an owner who is publicly uh, like criticizing the team, it ever sparking them to winning anything meaningful. It's only happened in the first Major League with that owner. Other than that, I cannot remember it. Also, his strategy wouldn't necessarily, strategies wouldn't fly to come back in 2021. Wait, what do you mean? The cardboard cutout. Oh, yeah, that would not be. Oh, could you imagine? I don't know if that clubhouse technique is going to work out. Could you imagine if we weren't in a pandemic and you walk into a baseball clubhouse and the female owner, they are are taking pieces of clothing, cardboard clothing off of her to reveal her in a bikini? That would not be received well in 2021. Should a team owner stay behind the scenes or be loud and visible? 888-760-3776-888-760-3776. Jerry is in West Palm. Jerry, you're on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Jerry? Jerry, you're breaking up. Hey, can you There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep keep talking. I'm sure it'll work itself out. What do you, what do you got for us, Jerry? Um, Jerry, it did not clear up. Go ahead and call us back, okay? Go ahead and call us back. 888-760-3776-888-760-3776. Decided I would give that a go, Coquel, and uh, I, uh, I, I definitely uh, underestimated the, uh, the, the lack of good cell service that, uh, that Jerry was in. Uh, I want to ask you about the John Mara thing. If we could, Joe, Joe Rigotti, could we hear John Mara one more time from yesterday, Giants owner speaking about the taunting in the NFL? Here's, here's John Mara once again. The uh, taunting emphasis, what were the conversations about that among you guys? Yeah, I mean, that's something we discuss every year in the competition committee. We, we get kind of sick and tired of the, of the taunting that does go on from time to time on the field. We've tried to balance um, the sportsmanship with allowing the players to have fun, and there's always a fine line there. But none of us like to see that, and uh, it's just a question of whether you can have rules that can be enforced without taking the fun out of the game, too. But nobody wants to see a player taunting another player. I know I certainly don't, and I think the rest of the members of the competition committee feel the same way, too. I, I don't know where the majority of NFL fans fall on that. Nobody wants to see players taunting other players, but I have to imagine that that is a minority opinion, right? Like, that, there is no know, way. I go back home and I have relatives that'll be like, act like you've been there before. What does that even that mean? Thing. I hate that. But I hate that. But that's what you hear. You know, why does he have to celebrate? Just give the ball to the ref. Like, why, why does he have to celebrate? Because he just scored a touchdown. Right. That's why I, he has to celebrate. You are playing a sport where you are running a million miles an hour and hitting someone. You're establishing dominance. This is an alpha sport. It is kill or be killed. And I'm trying not to go to the extremes of comparing it to war and battle and all of that. But this is a sport where you are taught, you go out there and you deliver the punishment, or you are going to be the one punished. There is competitiveness involved in that. There is passion involved in that. There is testosterone involved in that. And so you mean to tell me, in this sport, you're going to demand all of those things. You're going to ask all of those things. And then, as soon as you establish your dominance, your way to vent that is talking to them, letting them know that you beat them. That's not allowed. Think about how little sense that makes. That's a natural reaction. Hey, chump, 
I beat your ass in a sport that demands that you be an alpha, that demands that you be the strongest person on that field. And as soon as you start taunting and establishing that dominance, it's, oh, just go play. Act like you've been there before. No, like human nature doesn't dictate that that's normal. It doesn't. No, and there was a flag this weekend of a running back who ran someone over, and all he did was turn and flex on his way around in a circle of flexing, right. and, and they threw a taunting flag. Right. Like that's, that's That just, is annoying. Are you sick of the taunting in the NFL like John Mara? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And on Twitter, at ESPN West Palm. Uh, I, I got a, a, a tweet from Kent Jones. He is a football coach, apparently, a high school football coach. Uh, and he tweets, taunting's part of the game I could do without. But I responded, in a game that demands so much passion and competitiveness and alpha male stuff, how should that properly be channeled? And he replied, all that extra stuff doesn't have anything to do with passion, in my opinion. Just play. I don't think, like, I, I understand a coach saying that, but that's such an old person take. That is such an old person take. I'm sorry. If you can't go out there and you can't properly channel the fact that you and beat the hell out of somebody, like, I don't want to watch that. I don't want to watch that. It also depends on the level he's talking about. Old KJ may be talking about high school games and seven-on-sevens where guys are now doing backflips in each other's faces, and that stuff annoys me, too. You know, it's different in high school, but these are professional athletes. These are adults. They yeah. can taunt a little more. And even in high school, I don't mind the taunt. You don't get in someone's face, but you can have fun and celebrate. Well, you know what sort of – and this might be a leap, and uh, I'll, I'll own it if it's a leap, but the taunting that John Merrim and the competition committee is speaking of it really, when I hear that, my mind immediately goes to, oh, things are looking too thuggish out there on the field, right? Like, isn't that a little bit of the... Yeah, because Tom Brady's fiery. He's not taunting anyone. Yeah, Tom Brady gets in receivers' faces, or he gets in DB's faces. He gets in defensive linemen faces after plays. I've never seen a competitive. Yeah, I've never seen a taunting flag thrown against him. You know who I have seen taunting flags thrown against? Corners, receivers, positions that are largely played by black players. When you, whenever, to me, whenever you hear someone talk about oh, on-field behavior, that is veiled language for oh, things seem too thuggish out there. Like that's a little dicey. When I hear John Mara say that. It seems like they're trying to target one specific type of player, right? Like that that is where my mind goes to. And I don't think that's too large a leap. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Should an owner stay behind the scenes or be loud and visible? And are you sick of NFL taunting? Joe is in Jupiter. What's up, Joe? You know, I got to call in when you mentioned my two favorite owners. <laughs> uh, but they're 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 both loud and visible, but they do it in completely different ways. Jerry Jones and Mark Cuban. They do, and I don't know what the rest of the world thinks of these two owners, but I'd rather them be the way they are than like I can't really name another owner of another football team. Honestly, I I mean I just it's because I'm sure there's other owners out there that do do similar radio shows and stuff like that and. 
like they do in Dallas, but I've listened to them on the radio on those two stations you mentioned uh, hundreds of times, and they're just – I love hearing them be regular – just 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 regular dudes. You know, they'll talk serious sports with them, mm-hmm. but then when they want to joke joke around with them, they're just like, you know, any other station. They, they, they'll they respond in a joking way. They just, they just And I just have kind of got to know them a little bit as just regular people instead of these billionaires, you know. Cause sure. They just, they're, they're at least relatable. There's a sense of real, relatability with them. Yeah, and I think you can be loud and visible as an owner without taking shots because, again, I don't see how that's productive at all. And I, I think I may have overdone it saying that Jerry Jones is taking shots in season. I think that he's away from being overly critical, but he will acknowledge if something's not right. Like what Steve Cohen did, that was flat-out trolling yesterday of the yep. Mets on Twitter and appreciate the call, Joe. I, 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 I maybe was overdoing it a bit with Jerry Jones because he largely is fair when he's making those radio appearances and he's as relatable as a, an uber uh, oil-based billionaire can be. Uh, so it, it's, I think it's a matter of taste. What I do know is that when it comes to football and what John Mara is saying about taunting, I'm sorry, in my football sensibilities, if you're not out there in a game that demands that you be competitive and have passion and it's kill or be killed, all the things that coaches from the lowest levels want to try and instill in your brain and you're going to get penalized and you're going to be sick and tired of seeing someone flex at someone else, then maybe football's just not for you. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. I want to tell you about Greenway Kia West Palm Beach because that is for you. Greenway Kia West Palm Beach is for you if you need a new automobile, if you need a safe automobile, if you need a fuel-efficient automobile, if you need something that is going to get your family to and from, and if you need to get the best financing available. Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Uh, if your credit sucks, it's okay. They're going to help you handle that. They are going to work until they get you to a point that you can have comfortable financing. They're looking out for you. They're working for you. It is rare in this world when someone has your back. They have your back. They want you to keep coming back. They want you to be a forever customer. And that's why I deal with Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Military Trail, half mile south of Palm Beach International Airport in West Palm Beach. Uh, Beautiful showroom. Outstanding selection in my Kia K5 GT. I love that car. Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Go to GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com and check out that selection. Real quick, Mike is in West Palm. Mike, you're on Ken LaVica Live. Hey, Mike. Hey, how's it going? Good, buddy. Yeah, I'm just figuring out, you know, I don't know what happened, why all of a sudden football got soft. I mean, I understand the taunting. As long as they took the head cut off, is out, that's fine. Yeah, like the, the, the throat slash. Yeah. Sport. Yeah. Like, I don't... It, yeah, like, the pro- it, I can understand if, you know, if guys are coming up and, like, standing on guys' chests or, or doing something like that, that's extreme. Fine. Yeah, that's not a good Bend message. In your face. Yeah, but if we're if we're battling one-on-one and I fight off a block or if I pancake someone, if I make a big hit, <laughs> and in this sport, yeah, me doing that is hilarious. Coquel finds that visual hilarious. <laughs> but if I do that and I beat you one-on-one, I'm flexing in your damn face, man. Like, that's how football that's works. Right. I'm sorry. You got me. That, I got to come back from the next time to get you. That, yeah. That's- I don't know what happened to the good old football players, but they just seem really strong. Yeah, it's just it's it's a it's a physical sport that demands physical reactions when you do something well. We got to take a break. When we return, uh, 
a quick tip in what not to do in broadcasting. And no, not the first 45 minutes of this show that we could use that in, as an example, <laughs> but what not to do in broadcasting. He's Coquel and COVID Quarantine. Joe Rigotti, I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.